And welcome to episode 87, part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I forgot to push pause. I'm your host, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) I got too into be aggressive by faith no more. (laughs) Let it go right into it. Yay! (laughs) Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. Be, be, E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. Be aggressive. Be, E, aggressive. Be, E, A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E. What? Just waiting for the finish. Anyway. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. So, uh, yeah, folks, we're here at part three of our weekly breakdown of our show on AquanetRadio.com. Yes. Or TuneIn, or iTunes Radio, or our Heart Radio. Just for Aquanet Radio and those apps. Sure. <laughs> sure. Or maybe you got this podcast from our website, WordsWeekGeeks.com. Yeah. Or maybe from iTunes. <laughs> Who knows where you got it? All we're asking is you spread it like a virus. <laughs> Give it to your buddy. Go, dude, these guys are kind of funny. Kind of funny. I didn't say they're really funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> There's some moments of brilliance in there. <laughs> Not much. Very few. Much. Not much. See, they can't even say much. They're that bad. <laughs> mediocre talent at best. You know, Every once in a while, they have a nugget of some good information and maybe a point or two. They kind of go, you know what? I can see it that way. Or, yeah, you know what? He was right. Spider-Man 2 did suck. (laughs) You know? Or, yeah. How did Bruce Wayne get back to Gotham City after being thrown in that pit? (laughs) (laughs) These are the questions that drive us mad. Burning questions. Like why Talia al Ghul didn't just gut Bruce Wayne when he was laying naked next to her on his bearskin rug. (laughs) Why? Why? These questions need to be answered, and we're here to give them to you. <laughs> As we see fit. Yeah, so here in part three, I decided to bring some nerd news. Yes. Like one, two articles. <laughs> uh, it was like five, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple more we didn't care. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, three, you just got to like muddle through. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 Let's get this one off. Sure, sure, sure. Because you wanted to get to what you wanted to. Yeah, of course. Well, I was like, oh, that's right, because I want to talk about the sex bot things. Yeah. You know, and we find out, we debate whether or not artificial intelligence is still intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's right there in the name. It's artificial, but it's still intelligence. <laughs> Ed says, no, you need that human factor. Yes. I don't know. Let's do it. Find out for your And Erica was kind of quiet during that time. I don't know. It's, uh, she was just kind of probably looking up weaving web pages. <laughs> she's in the weaving now, folks. She's that desperate for dates that she's now locked herself in her house with her animals on a loom. Yes. A loom. She has a loom. Yeah. <laughs> God, if she buys sheep, I'm going to die laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Right. See how much money I'm saving? I'm saving all this money. I bought three sheep and I shear them and then I woo. I make this, this guy have 100% sheep wool. <laughs> sure, it's itchy. <laughs> it smells like poo. I made the skirt. But I made it. <laughs> I made the skirt out of wool. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a loomer. I'm a weaver. I'm a knitter. And some people call me the space cowboy. <laughs> 
I'm the weaver of love. <laughs> I'm a loomer. I'm a weaver. I'm a midnight smoker. <laughs> Some people call me the gangster love. Some people call me Maurice. Wee wee. <laughs> Who sings that song? <laughs> I don't honestly don't know. At the point where, like the original version, somebody else, but this is my version. I'm a shearer. I'm a picker. I'm a midnight loomer. <laughs> it's called weaving. I'm a knitter. <laughs> knitter, Ed. Knitter. Racist piece of shit. <laughs> it's a, yeah. You had that look. You're like, huh? <laughs> I love that joke. <sighs> so, yeah. So, we talked in our news. Um, a couple of articles were interesting, some weren't. But, hey, what do you want? To do? What do you want? Sometimes we just gotta get one time. Sometimes we get that article, we just gotta move along. We get an article that Ed finds extremely interesting, and everyone else kind of goes, Really? <laughs> like, okay. <sighs> so, yeah, so uh, enjoy the third part of our show. And we'll be back. Yes. And we're back. You're listening to us live on HuggleNetRadio.com iTunes Radio, iHeartRadio, and tune in. <laughs> we are Geeksters, and we tune are live. Tune in, not tuned in. Tuned in, whatever. Happy <laughs> times he corrects me, and then... Because <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and then when I correct him, sure. You care, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get a little nerd news in uh, before we get out of here. Okay, the first news article is... Channing Tatum confirmed as Gambit by the X-Men producer Lauren Schuler Donner. Right. So she, he will be uh, after, of course, uh, he'll, they're looking to do a solo movie of Gambit, and uh, they're looking for him to do it. All I gotta say is you better do the accent, Channing. I don't know if Channing Tatum can do a Cajun accent. He better fucking figure it out. I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna care. I do. I look as a Gambit fan. is not Gambit without the Cajun I accent. I completely a hundred percent agree. If if I want to call Hugh, these people, <laughs> if Hugh Jackman can get the accent for Wolverine right, Channing better fucking get the the accent for. I I know I'm hostile okay, about. I'm this. Say, well, I don't care. Well, Logan's accent would be a Canadian accent. Yeah, and I don't think he's ever gotten a Canadian. I never heard Wolverine go to boot. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is when he was cast as Wolverine, everybody was like, "You better not fuck this up." Well, because he was but, a relatively unknown. I think I don't know. I mean. But I don't again, know. But wow. Like, I, a lot of fire hurt it on is there. Yeah. Gambit, Gambit I, is... I think it's a little misplaced anger. Gambit's my favorite X-Men character. So, at, at least from, you know, uh, from the cartoon. Uh, yeah, so, from the if cartoon. You're do, if, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. <coughs> don't, I, I, don't, don't, don't. I completely agree. I just don't know if Chatham Tanning has the acting chops to pull off a Cajun accent. And that is sad. That you know, like, well, we didn't think that Heath Ledger had the accent. I could go to pull off Joker and look where that landed. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you know what? I'm gonna say there's a there is a thin line between Joker. I mean, between Heath Ledger because no one, 
It was no one thought Heath Ledger could pull off a better Joker than Jack Nicholson. Right. Mm. That's the difference. You're competing one actor against a great actor. Yeah. Like, he made it his own, and he knocked it, and that mm-hmm. movie's only good when he's in it. Yeah. You take the Joker scenes out of that movie, you stole shit. Right. You know? So you're comparing one Joker to another Joker. Here you're, who you're comparing Chit and Tanny to, Taylor Kitsch, or whatever his name is, the guy who was uh, Gambit yeah. and the Wolverine. Yeah. You know, John... John Connor himself, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, was John Connor? Yeah, John, John, John Connor of Mars, John, yeah. Yeah, John Carter. Yeah. John Carter of Mars. I said Connor. Like, uh. I'm like, Terminator guy? No, John Come Carter. Come with me if you want to live. Um, yeah, I mean, he and, he, and he did do the accent. Right. So I was like, at least he, but, you know, you're taking, like, okay, yeah, it's the second time game, it'll be on screen, but you're getting a completely different new actor. I, I mean, I, like, I'm not saying... What's his face is a horrible actor. I mean, I like the stuff that he's in, right? But I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if he has the the. I don't know. I mean, I'm like yeah. fingers crossed. I'll see it because he's in it, and I like him, and I love Gambit. Right. Yeah. So and that's kind of where I'm at. Like, all right, you know, it's kind of like almost like Wonder Woman, but not as controversial. Where <sighs> I'm like, all right. Let's see. I want to see if they do it. I want to see. Well, what show she been on? No, you, know, you just you got my blood started boiling with the whole because it just. They, but that's exactly. Oh. But that's where I'm at right, right now. Where I'm like, if you're gonna do it. You better fucking do it right. Because they just leaked a photo of of their filming Man mm-hmm. of Steel two, yeah. and they have a scene of Gal Gadot coming out of a building, and she it. still looks fucking scrawny. I didn't see it. Um Really? Cause yeah, I'm, I'm look. I'm pulling it up. I haven't been yeah. on. I haven't been on uh, Facebook you, or uh, yeah, I, I, the internet too much this weekend. So yeah, I, I was. Uh, it's in here. It was. I just saw it not too long ago. You, this uh, one? Oh wait, no. She's in a blue dress. Not that one. No. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, no. Yeah, she. It, it's uh. While you're looking for that one, I'll move on to the next article. Fantastic Four reboot casts Johnny and Sue Storm's father. Uh. Okay. Reg E. Kathy, best known for his work on the HB series The Wire, and most recently the Netflix series House of Cards, has tapped to do Dr. Storm as the pair's scientist father. Okay, so it's uh, basically like one one of the things that we talked about because of the whole controversy. Because uh, Johnny, who's going to be played by uh, Michael B. Jordan, who is uh, uh, African American, and uh, he's a black man. Said that so nervously, didn't he? Who's uh, African um, American? He's a black guy playing Johnny Storm. Right. Be comfortable with it, Ed. It's okay. You're not offending anybody by putting out the facts. He's a black dude playing Johnny Storm. And, and Kate Myra, who's going to play Sue Storm. Is a white chick. Right. They're both you know, brother and sister. So this is going to raise the question, of, or finally, hopefully answering the question in the movie, how did that come about? So that's going to, they're working on that kind of origin. So that way it doesn't leave audience going, well, he's black and she's white. How are they family? You know, kind of thing. Uh, and not have to fill in the hole. Okay, here's the picture. Batman vs. Superman filming right outside Google office in downtown Birmingham. There is... I really wish they would let you... you know, see? There she is. Yeah. Exactly! Oh, Alright. Yeah, they, they release an awesome photo of Ben Affleck dressed as Batman 
where everyone went, fuck, that looks good. We're in. And then they released this picture, and I'm like, fuck, I'm almost out of this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, ah. Oh. And again, I mean, I'm not, like, I, my fingers are crossed. I'm hoping it's one of those Heath Ledger things. Right. But I'm just going, that looks nothing like an Amazonian princess. Uh, no. <laughs> looks nothing like an Amazonian princess. She looks like, still looks like a 12 year old boy. Yeah. You know, and I'm saying that insulting 12 year old boys. I know that. Right. But I'm just like, no. No. I'm like, please let that dress be blue because they're going to green screen some shit in there. Yeah. Like a body. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, at least Ben like worked out because if you like, that that shot that people are you know have seen that that black and white shot that Zack Snyder himself took mm. with his own camera and posted people are going let's well, photoshopped no that's actually Ben in the costume that's what the guy you're going to see on screen everyone's going Batman looks fat that's not Ben Affleck <laughs> so someone le- released you know like like the next day someone saw Ben coming out of place and Ben looks huge like. <laughs> and they're going oh Batman looks fat I'm like you obviously have never seen a heavyweight boxer. Because they're not six pack abs, they're, yeah. they're they're big, bulky. There is it's muscle. It's, it's muscle. Just it's just bulk. not sex. It's not six pack muscle. People think. Confused. I mean, it could be, but the thing is, you actually have to have a gene to get six packs. Six pack abs. You can You know, you could do crunches right. until the cows come home. But if if you don't have the physical. Um, you know the 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 what the hell's the word I'm looking for? Like if you if your body just can't get six pack abs, it doesn't matter how many crunches or how much you diet, you're never going to get six pack abs unless right. you paint them all. But on. if you look at any good, you get one of those t-shirts with the yeah. <laughs> if you drawn look on at, body because those are sexy. If you look at any of the of the greatest heavyweight boxing champions of the world, they most of them don't have six pack abs. Most of them are stocky. Big guys with muscle, uh-huh. you know. I mean, like, look at um, well, Trish, Christian Bale when he was in Batman Begins, he was a lot bigger than when he was in The Dark Knight and Dark Rises because mm. he bulked up too big for the suit. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, because you know, I mean, Ben's six three, mm-hmm. you know, and he's got to be yeah. about 200, 225 a pound of muscle at this point. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he's, he he looks like how Batman should look like a guy who will fuck you up. Right. Because he's got no superhuman powers. Right. But I was very happy with the, that look. But then I saw the gap. But the other thing, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, please be good. Please be good. I'm kind of hoping and I'm really praying it's one of those, like, Mary Jane things where she's only going to be in it for a little bit. And that mm. you can actually cut her out of the movie and still have, like, a movie. Yeah. And they go, you know, maybe we did a bad thing. Like, because you know, it's gonna, that movie will probably be tested, you know, like a screening. Mm-hmm. A te- you know, a fully test movie, and, and I would just be like, "Get rid of Gal Gadot. She looks nothing like Wonder Woman." <laughs> and then maybe they'll be like, yeah, "All right, maybe we'll get her out. You know, cut her out." And I think that's kind of what happened with the Amazing Spider-Man too. Yeah. You know, and I don't think I don't think people reacted well to the actress, and they went snip, snip, snip. Mm-hmm. So, all right, what else you got? Uh, Black Knight modular transformer lifts off in maiden test flight. We talked about this. This is a mobile unit that will fly a man of soldiers and then become a mobile command center 
will transform so that way they can have the best of both worlds so they can be transported and have the equipment needed to do whatever job they needed to do this is actually when we were talking about this was a kind of sketches we didn't see anything but now it's becoming a reality when, when did we talk about that a few, uh, weeks, ago. A few months ago oh, okay weeks months yeah. oh, sure i'll weeks take your word months. for it I really, don't, I really don't pay attention, so. <laughs> Moving right along, then. Well, it can carry up to uh, payloads of 3,500 pounds. Um, you know, it's... it's. Uh, uh, How many people can I hold? 19. Uh, 19 people. So, yeah, there you go. It actually took a test flight. Um, it's going to take a flight this month, actually. actually just happened. This was supposed to be last week's article, but uh, with a shortage of time and talking about it. Sex with robots, we missed on on it. So and, there you and go. And I really feel like we missed something that week too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to mention that since we did talk about it initially months ago, so it's just giving up an update. And running? Yeah, it's actual an actual thing that they're actually going to use, which is pretty cool. So well, yes. I think it is anyway. So yay! yay! This one, this next one, I thought, is she really a favorite? Star Trek favorite joins final Hunger Games movie. This person, I can't believe you didn't think this person was a fan, a fan favorite. Michelle Forbes, who played Ensign Rowe in Star Trek The Next Generation, is going to be Lieutenant Jackson in the fourth and final film based on the series of The Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, and you kind of questioned that. I'm like, was she, was she really a fan favorite? She was huge. She was supposed to take over William Riker's spot. Really? Yeah. That's how big of her part was. I didn't see it. I just didn't. You know, uh, were you watching like, the like, final seasons of, of Star Trek? Of course. I, I mean, I'm just saying because like, not only that, but she's actually. I'm actually she, still watching well, it because they're watching on BBC. She was also in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. She was also in um, the second season of, second or third season of True Blood. You know, so she's got a nice following. But yeah, back in the Star Trek days, when she got first introduced, they didn't like her. Like, you know, like she was kind of like. Even she was I, very she she was very abrasive. Yeah, because she was like the refugee that had the chip on her shoulder yeah. and she had the little ridges. She, she was, was actually Bajoran. she Bajoran, was yeah because yeah, she was actually supposed to be on Voyager. Was she? Yeah, she was going to be like the the chick who uh, the 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 um, pilot that was supposed to be like Tom Paris's character. Or? No, um, the other chick, you know, with the the, uh, the Klingon girl. Oh, oh, with the engineer, chief engineer. Oh, oh, um. Oh shit! Yeah, well, that was that was supposed to be her role. That's a new Klingon name I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, like I, know, I read. Like, I a, is that a royal family of the Klingon Empire? I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I read an article that she was supposed to be like, like she was supposed to be Janeway. Actually, she was supposed to be Janeway. Really? Yeah, that's how big her character was. She was supposed to get her own command. And she was going to be... Torres. Yeah. That's, but she, unfortunately, she, she's half Klingon, half human. Yeah. Right. Unfortunately, I, I meant... I Google um, Captain Janeway, and if... Because I think she was... Like, she was in line to be the captain of the Voyager, but then something happened contractually, or, you know, she decided to take her acting ability somewhere else, mm. and that's where they went with Janeway. Hmm. So, like, you would have had a complete... That's how big her character was. That they were going to spin her off into her own show. Yeah. So, you're like, was she a great character? Like, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think she was a great character. I didn't really I didn't like really, the, the like, series she, at all. She definitely... First of all, she thought she knew everything. And, she, you know, she's always overstepping Riker's bounds. Yeah. Like, Riker's number one. Yet you kind of don't really go through command. I'm like, yo, don't fuck with Riker. 
he'll bitch slap you into like the neck parsec. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and I, like she didn't, but then after like watching this, like, cause like, I think the next season's coming out in the next couple months mm-hmm. on DVD on Blu-ray, which I'm kind of surprised. It seems like the typical okay, long time one. Yes. All right. So, um, in uh, many of the Star Trek novels, Ro, La- Ro Laren became becomes uh, chief of security aboard Deep Space Nine, fulfilling writer's uh, aforementioned original intention for the character to be involved in the spinoff series. Uh, According okay, to most recent nine. stories, Ro Laren has been promoted to captain and is now commanding officer of Deep Space Nine. However, the novels are not considered canonical by Paramount, owners of the Star Trek television and film franchise. <laughs> um, she was going to be captain of something. Right now, a bunch of Star Trek geeks went, ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> Fuck you, nerds. Looks like I got laid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking to see if there's anything yeah. else. Talk amongst uh, yourselves. Yeah, that's another thing, too. The whole, they mentioned that the Star Wars books aren't going to be completely out of canon. So I'm like, well, then that means, will Han and Leia actually have their kids? Well, you know, like, <laughs> like where are they going to go with it then? Like, come on. <laughs> so go over your next article while Eric is looking. Let's go back to the sex robots. You want to talk about sex robots Yeah, because you brought up a... Yeah, oh, by the way, I, so I read through this article. Yeah. That's all they mentioned. Yeah, okay. So she was captain of Deep, Deep Fried Nine. Yeah. So in, in said, the books, but not in right. the show. So, so they guess they got there rid of go. Cisco. But yeah. All right. So I was wrong, but she was definitely captain of something. Cisco ended up going being She's part of like an of your alternate pants. universe, like some kind of like god or something like that. I don't Cisco know. was too busy singing about thongs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you brought you you mentioned something in our emails about uh, in basically uh, robots with feelings. Robots with feelings. Oh yeah, hold on, I didn't feelings. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't actually pull that article up, so I have to go do it real quick. I'm just trying to post the article, other articles, real quick. There we go. And I'm all caught up quicker, there. Quicker, quicker, faster! Come on, chop, chop, chop! My da, da, da. I even said, make sure we bring this one up on the show. <laughs> no, the, the 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 point was we were we were talking about it last week at uh, after the show was kind of finished. We were talking about if besides sex, if we would use the robots. As like friends in a way, where because right. it started as a joke, where you would come in and see you and Erica at my house, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm doing my show without you two, and you know, maybe this is the, see that's ha- that's how I'm going to get away from weaving. Get me a robot, a sex robot. Either way, just somebody to talk Either to. Either way, somebody to talk to. Oh, so I'm not alone. no. See what Ed brought up last week though was at, off air, and while we were hanging out was. Mm-hmm. Would you? Would you use? Would you? Like, would, would you, you buy me? Me. a sex robot of Ed and me? No. See, I'm and, sorry. and that, not, no, not sex. Not no. sex. No. Sex was I on mean, the table. Sex was on no, the sex table. Was on, <laughs> sex was on the table. Uh, no, <laughs> not not in I my, would never be able to my, work with you guys again. I'm because, sorry. Because no. my first thing was, well, if I get the robot to jerk me off. Is that gay? Like, if it's my <laughs> robot, if it's me. Well, it was like no, it's it's another well, we form were, of masturbation. We, I would say we were talking about you know like the sex robots like at the end of the show like like you know would, if we had a Geeksters exclusive mm-hmm. where you could buy your own and then we were like talking about it and then it was just like yeah Chrissy did the the gay joke 
And then <laughs> after that, you know, he's like, yeah, come in and I'll see you and uh, me and Erica sitting there at a table. And I'm like, yeah, because I'd be doing the show. And he goes, well, that brings up some interesting points. I'm like, I'm like, could you use these robots other than sex? And like, what would you use them for? Mm-hmm. Wow, see, I don't remember that kind of part of the conversation at all. Because you brought up an article in News Nerd News about robots with emotional... Well, they're giving them a coded conscience, is what it's basically at the U.S. Department wants to give the robots a coded right. conscience. Right, so now tie that in with your sex robot. What if you had sex with a sex robot and at the end it felt guilty for doing it? Yeah. Like, I feel so dirty. I like, like, I'm sorry, I'm having a bad day, you can pay me half price. That kind of thing. But I have a headache. Like, would, you know, like, would you buy, like, a sex robot of us just to kind of hang out? Like, I, I, no, sorry. I just couldn't. I wouldn't be able to look at you guys. Like, I could not buy a sex toy of you because yeah. I'd be like, no. No, I don't, because it's just like, no. I couldn't be, I'd be like, you know, geez, I'd be like, I would just, that would be really uncomfortable like, anyway. No, I'd like, be sitting here like. How was your weekend? That's good. Well, I, you know what? I couldn't What'd even... No, now, like, okay, I couldn't even have sex with my girl in front of that robot. <laughs> I would be too guilty. I'd be too, like, embarrassed. I can't, I can't have sex with the Erica's watching. Yeah, it's Eric weird. and Ed are watching. Like, just turn them around. You know? <laughs> I mean, with the robots. Spins 360 degrees and they're, they're facing my back. Room looks like the room. end of Blair Witch. God except damn it, I'm, I said stop looking. I mean, yeah. and then who'd you, who's, like, if we were all sex toys, which one do you think would sell out more? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking depressing. The person who's not so, wants to if we didn't me. sell a single one. Buys, buys Erica and Sean, but nobody wants an Ed bot. <laughs> <laughs> That's depressing. Nobody buys any of them. Yeah. Why won't people fuck us? <laughs> <laughs> they like us. They like us enough to buy one. <laughs> So the U.S. Department of Defense is giving robots coded consciousness. What's it going to do? Uh, yeah, actually, it was, I was going to actually pass on this one, but um, <laughs> well, once it gets gives us a concept of morality, uh, it, it so basically, so that way it can make decisions to you know if if say like you program it to destroy. New York. You like, ah, I fuck those New Yorkers. Gave have robot Sean go after John Connor. Right. Like, is that it? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Or, you know, you, you want him to kill, like, ten people. And, of course, killing is a, a moral thing that's wrong. And there's... It's a robot. Why would it care? What? That's, well, that's what I'm saying. It wants to give AI, the, the artificial intelligence, a way to give a you know a quandary in fact if you give it a problem and it's like well how would you solve this you know and give it a conscience so it's like okay well you know what three guys beat me up what, what do i do well you kill them you know like like you do like this this gives the computer gives you a simple answer but then if you give it a conscience you go try and reason with them <laughs> i'd be like you're a fucking robot get in there and kick some fucking ass right <laughs> like to me it's like it's, it's one of those what's well, the saying like it's it's a program it's it's that's what it is i mean you you're you, any kind of robot is not going to have a life of its own because you you program it so you you the content should be come from the programmer designing this software or the person who wants the software you to be want ready. your robot to gain self-awareness on its own no i don't 
you don't want him to be something. No, I mean, right I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> Cyberdyne technology in its finest. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think that. You, don't think you no. hope it's never going to happen. Yeah, I, that's when the robots rise up and make us their bitches. I think. I think it, it already is happening. You be, think so? Because as a gamer, they put a lot of time into the AI of the characters that you're shooting at. Right. Like, back in the old days, like, okay, for example, Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah. In the old days, this guy would walk down the hallway, and you could hide around the corner and shoot him because he's still walking at you. Right. Nowadays, they have the game, the, the mechanics of the game is so smart that it'll be like, oh, I see fire shooting. If you're shooting at me and there's cover, the AI will know to duck and cover. Right. Mm-hmm. And shoot back at you. Right. So that's something that was programmed. Yeah. But it depends on the the area of the field that it's in, whether or not it knows where to go. Like, if it's just... A, it's not going to run 100 meters away because it knows there's a rock there. It'll take its surrounding and use the surroundings behind it. Sometimes it'll just drop to the ground and start shooting. Because right. it knows that it makes a, a smaller target if you're laying on the ground. So I think that the artificial intelligence in gaming has gotten to a point where if you throw that into a robot, you got something there. It, no, I mean, I, I granted, you can, you can fake a way to make a robot in terms of to have human interaction with it based on program reactions. So, like, you could have a conversation with a robot because they, they have a guy, the Philip Dick, Philip, uh, who Philip wrote, Dick, <laughs> Philip wrote, wrote books. They have a head of him, and he, you can have a conversation with him. And his mouth moves, and it looks like him. Mm. Like, and he gives you responses, audio responses, in his voice that you think you're actually having a conversation Well, they're programmed with. responses. Right, like, and that's what I'm saying. It's programmed responses. But he's not going to get up and go, today I feel like doing weaving. Or, you know, today I feel like driving my car to the shore to hang out on the beach. Well, number one, it's a head, so it wouldn't do that. But see, <laughs> if you put it on I'm a robot body... I'm going to float up this river. But if you, if you put it on a robot body that can now freeform on its own, it's not going to make decisions on its own to do something like today. I feel like walking yeah, in the yeah, park, you're, just but, seeing nature. But you are implying the whole. When you say "I feel," you're talking about an emotion. Yeah, I'm not talking about emotion. I'm talking a generic, like a systematic thought process of action reaction. Right. It's not going to be a robot with a gun going. I don't feel like killing you today. It's going to be, I need to kill you. You're shooting at me. So I'm going to use my surroundings. I take a scan of the area and go, if I and find the, the best direct route to get to you, right. to kill you. It's got nothing to do with today. I feel like taking a stroll through the beach and get right, sand in my though, servos. But, but, but it's, 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 it's program responses on something that needs to be done. Right. But, right, but it's not like he's... Getting up today. Today I'm going to be a security guard walking this beat, going back and forth until you come up to shoot me, and then I realize you and react to it. Like he's programmed to be there as a guard. Right, but okay, but I, I would say, how is that any different than a uh, a soldier being trained in art of tactic and combat warfare? Because he can stop being that person. I'm not saying like he can't like all of a sudden he's going to switch off and I can't know how to kill people, but he can go. But if you, all right, you know what? I've seen war. I've done my tour of duty. I'm done. Yeah, and I'm going to move on and go I, to college. I got a feeling I know where she's going to go with this one. I'm going to say have sex with them. No, I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say look at all those soldiers who come back with you know shell shock or yeah. post traumatic stress syndrome. Yeah. It's going to be technical. 
you can now effectively take that out of the equation because they're because that human emotion is what's fucking them up when they come home. Right. It's that it's that mm-hmm. situation. So if you had a bunch of robots, let's say, and sit there and go, okay, that are tactically that we train them in tactical combat just like we train our humans, and all we do is drop them into a field and say, This is your goal. Right. Take that hill. Yeah. How you take that hill, we don't care as long as you take that hill. Right. And if a guy decides if they decide if they collectively say, you know what, if you guys go flank right and we flank right, left and you guys go up the middle, we can we can conquer this hill. Right. They learn that on their own. That's that's an, an artificial intelligence designing that out. Right. If they're, unfortunately, if there's human being, they're not going to take into account like, oh, well, look, we have to go, you know, there's, there's children over there at that school, so we can't go through that school. We now ha- can't use it because... We can't go that way because there's a hospital there. Right. You know, robots aren't going to care because that, that's got nothing to do with their goal. Right. I, you know, you would have to have to program and going, like, it's one of those, I think that it might be beneficial if we had robotic ro- soldiers. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's unbeneficial. I'm, like I'm the, not, the, I'm not, take I'm the just... conscience out of our soldier to help relieve, you know, we would... We would no, see what I, what I was saying that is is that I don't believe that AI is going to exist in terms of being its own entity, like thinking on its own, with with like doing things on its own, like well, it's all think... program responses. So I mean, like it's great to have a like a, you're like you're saying, like if you have an, if you had a robot army that could go in and wipe out and not have the soldiers come in with you know post uh, okay. stress. Go ahead. We'll just see. Well, look at how many times we've had. Um, if you look at the documentaries on Lord of the Rings, it's kind of, kind of geeky about it. Mm-hmm. When they do the battles, those battles are all computer animated, and they talked about how they gave every individual certain, you know, like their own AI right. to be able to react to certain things. Like, if, like some are going to be afraid of stuff, and they're going to run away. Some are going to be more brave and brazen and attack other people. Right. You know, like, isn't that an intelligence? Isn't that an art? Like... Like they, it's a, we it's, gave you. It's like here, Ed. It's like here's every single possible response you can do. Now it's up to the program to determine what they want to do. Right. So I don't. It's not like. Oh, but the, to me, that the thing is, is that like it's 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 still all pre-programmed. It's because they are there because they are there to battle but, against the. Right, but, but we're pre-programmed too. Yeah, but we, you're not giving the machine a choice. It's not like it woke up today and go. You know what? I'm not going to battle today. I'm going to go write a book, read a book, watch television. Like, I, I, I kind of agree with what Ed's saying as far as, like, ultimately, we're the ones doing the programming. So if we want to decide that their conscience says you need to go kill civilians, then, like, that that ends up being what they do. Like, and they, they sort of like what Ed was saying, they don't... They, it wouldn't be like a soldier who wakes up and says, I'm going AWOL today. I can't take this anymore. I'm leaving. It would be, this is what I'm programmed to do. So it's it sounds like it's not quite... No, see, I think, I think you're trying to go, we as human beings can wake up and decide what we want to do every day. Yeah. That gives us free will. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with conscience. That's got nothing to do with... with, with Training, it's got nothing to do. Free will is something completely different. Well, no, no. If I took away your free will and said, Ed, you know what? 
you have now been arrested, and the way to pay off your time is you now have to join the army, and you have to do this. Right. And if you you wake up and you decide to go AWOL, that's on you. That is your own conscious making a conscious decision. Right. Right. But if I take out that consciousness of that guilt or that that thing, and just you are just a series of, I dumped as much information about tactics in your right. head as possible. That's all I did and said, you need to go over there. How you do it is completely on your own. Yeah. That to me is, is, that to me is an artificial intelligence because I, it's like we go to school. Right. We learn a bunch of stuff. And then as we get older, we then incorporate what we've learned into our lives. No, I mean, I, Suzanne, I agree with you all these ways. But a lot of people, what they're saying is, is that if you give them a conscience, it's like giving them free will to make choices on their own. But ultimately they wouldn't be able to because what the choices that they make are going to be determined by what we program in. Right. So ultimately they're it's still just program responses. Right. I, I, now I did, I did. A quick, yeah. But again, yeah, I, I guess this is one of those looping conversations because like, yeah, but with the limited knowledge that you give them, they're able to make their own determination about what they want to do and how to achieve that goal. Right, you keep but within the confines of what we what give you, them. What you right. give them, yeah. that is still an artificial intelligence of, of a life of its own for it to be able to do its own thing through the information that we've given them. That is no different than a child going through school and learning to become a doctor. Right now, I, I, I think, like I say, I'm saying you, you. It's like teaching them something. You're automatically programming all this information into them, and based on all that information. They can make artificial responses to what's. See, you want to say responses. I say decisions. They're not decisions. They are responses. They they are in a way. They are decisions because okay, you you give the The program. The program decisions is what it is. It's pre-programmed decisions. It decides if I want to run straight, if I want to run to the right, if I want to run to the left. I have all that information. I know. I know where I'm going. This is my goal. How I get there. It's like when you do Google Maps. Yeah, but the you thing... can pick your route. And okay. Do, and I think we do get, as human beings, we do get programmed to a certain extent by, by our education, by our, our upbringing, by our philosophical views. Like, so we do have yeah. certain program responses. The difference that I'm seeing here is the fact that humans, humanity will always have a wild card because, I mean, we could often... Do whatever the hell we want. Like if, we have a if, conscience. Well, not just that we have a conscience and we have free will, but human human beings are always going to be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the best way I could put it is it's a wild card because, like you said, I if I if I'm a soldier and every day I'm going off to fight and one day I decide fuck this I'm going a wall, right. you know. Going a wall has been programmed into me that it is a bad thing. It's you know. It, there's there's going to be consequences if I do that. If I still decide to do that, then you know that that is my decision at that moment. Even though it's been programmed, you know it had been programmed well, into me that it's a that's bad why, thing. That's why I say it's a consciousness. But it's, we, it's yeah, that. but so we we have that consciousness, right? Like like For, you to, said, but with the AI, we we are giving them. That's that's the big thing that they don't have is they they may be conscious in terms of having artificial intelligence and being able to make certain decisions but ultimately unless something goes haywire and you know the fact that there's always going to be a human element somewhere within the process you know it, it 
the end result may not be human, but it took humans to get to that end result. So there may always be, and humans are flawed, so there may always be the chance for an error where, you know, one of these AI robots, like, goes off and kills ten people, you know, simply because of <clears throat> a flaw in the programming. Mm-hmm. So, but that, that in, in, you know, me looking at that would be the difference is we can consciously decide to to go off on a on a different path. We can path constantly that, decide to go against our own programming. Yes. All right. Whereas an AI would would they would only do that if there's a flaw in the program or if Skynet takes over. Right. And then see that when you say decisions, though, it's like too is like if you're at a you know we're standing here and Erica there and we're like we got to get around Erica and the three ways is go through her, go left or go right. And the thing you is, you are not is that, getting out of here, Ed. And it's like, well, she'll shoot at me, so the probability of, of doing a fight out, I don't want to do because I want to get around her because the end goal is to get past her. So that's like a 20 percent success rate. We're going left. Is there's the doorway? I'm going to go that way. Going right's going to hit me in the wall, and that's like a zero success rate. So I'm going to go left as my program response because that's the decision I made. But it's out of three program responses mm-hmm. of left, straight, and right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like those are the three responses I have, and I made the decision on those three responses. Whereas a human being, I can go. What other crazy ways can I come up with? Can I go over her? Can I go, you know, dig underground? You know, like those kind of things. They might be more ridiculous, but there's sometimes like ways of different ways we can think of where well, the machine's just going to think thinking outside the box exactly. Yeah. And where the machine is just going, well, these are the best methods I know because these are program responses based on the information I have available that was downloaded into my brain or downloaded into my processor. Right. Well, that's because they're conditioned response. They, they, uh, that's the part that I was trying to say. Like, But it's still a decision. It's a conscious, not for lack of a better term, conscious decision. Yeah. They have evaluate, like when we drive home, I go, okay, what are the odds of me making that light? Yeah. You know, that there are conditioned responses that we have as human beings that instead of us being humans, if we were robots, those programs, someone downloaded those programs into us. Yeah. Like every teacher we had, it was nothing more than an, a, a programmer. Right. So, you know, if I'm faced with that same ability of going left, right, or through Erica, I, I never had a teacher to make me think, oh, maybe I should try going over her or try going under her. Right. So I think that that kind of, that consciousness in an artificial, like, especially in gaming, like when they were doing the Lord of the Rings stuff, like you said, there was guys who did certain things. There was guys who just completely froze uh-huh. because that's, they, they were given all these conditioned responses to do and they just kind of let them do whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't, and when it came to the fighting stuff, like they would have like one group and another group and they would have all these different programmed like actions and reactions. And that when those two groups came together, the program said, okay, well, if I swing this way, the other program goes, oh, he's swinging this way. I got to swing this way to block that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it did become a point to where like, like two computers having chess. Yeah. Sooner or later, one gets the upper hand and kills the other one. That's kind of how they were doing it. I, like I said, that to me is one step closer to having take that take that program yeah putting it into a computer right and then there i mean to a robot and then you have your own cybernetic armory right you know where you don't have to worry about you know 
soldiers. You know, maybe there's a guy in a bunker going, okay, throw this command into him. You know, like that kind of thing. Like we need to change the parameters of their goal, but how they achieve that goal is, you know, is up to them. Right. You know, whether that be, unfortunately, hey, look, there's a school bus of kids. We don't care because we got to get through that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that program says that, you know, what we'll do is we'll kind of give them the idea of going, oh, you know what? Scan that area. If you see kids, don't touch kids. Right. You know, so they have to modify their programming to go around that busload of kids instead of through them. Right. Well, it's it's, it's the thing. It's Of course, it's, oh, it's, it's a dangerous world we live in now where we're facing an enemy that, you know, they use kids as bombs, you know, as, as, as suicide bombers. And, you know, like they just program their kids to go into a crowd. So when you have a robot that sees a 12-year-old boy or something like that or, you know, a 14-year-old kid... Thinking, oh, okay, he's a kid, well, and then you know blows well, up. Again, that's because that's that's the enemy thinking outside the box, box right? Mm-hmm. So then, what we have to do is when we know that we then upload the whole. You need to scan those kids for any kind of incendiary device, right? right. You know, and you know that's where I think that that's and then go. Oh, there's a bunch of little kids. Scan real quick. Yeah, nothing. We're good. Scan real quick. Oh, I see something, and you can take out that one kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then move on. Instead of the whole bus of kids. Right. I think it makes for an effective warrior. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not against it. I just say, you know, like, you know, like with you just have to be careful when you're when you're giving something like a responsibility. When you pl- be careful. Be warned when you play God. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. that's and that's the thing. I mean, just like when you give something a conscience because you want to determine what it's right or wrong and something in you know, you start getting into those logics where you're like it could go either way. It's like a 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. The machine is going to take the highest percentage rate to like what the best one is. And hopefully that was the right way. It might not be, but based on the information it has, it's going to, you know, take a kid out if he feels that, like, you know, he has a lighter in his hand and he thinks it's a necessary device. I, you know. But then, I, again, that's, of course, so other technologies along with that that will make it, like, good. Because, like, well, how good is the scanning ability? You know, right? Or that's, that's going to be. Like the it thing. could just be like here I am sitting in my chair and I have my personal robot that I'm looking around and I'm like it allows me like it, it, I can see through its eyes to give that human consciousness. Yeah. That that you know like that thinking outside the box situation mm-hmm. and be able to kind of upload that outside the box thought into my robot to be able to kind of on the fly and then it retains that information so in case it ever gets into that situation again. It knows that that is now a viable option I can do because I learned that a hundred days ago. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You got anything else newsworthy? Um. No. <laughs> not not that something is going to be short. So uh, I'm just going to. Well, actually, there's one last one, real quick. All right. <laughs> uh, game gamer uses Kinect sensors to port himself into the game. Oh, this one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um. Oliver Kralos has uh, cre- created a ge- basically a, a port where he uses three Kinect sensors in a triangular pattern to triangulate himself, and he has a Oculus RT Rift that he's using to see through that's basically seeing like he's actually inside the game itself. Well, actually, it's just a room right now, but it's, it's the first start of it, kind of uh, process of uh, doing this. I gotta say, I'm not impressed. Really? Yeah, because okay. connects uh, connects new sport game. Yeah, takes scans your whole through the new connections. Will scan your entire body, reactions and everything, 
and you can upload your avatar into that game. And it'll be you because we we talked about that when the game came out. Me, yeah, the fat me kind of being a rock climber, right? You know, and that that game talking about it learns how you react into like how you run or how you do. So even if you're offline, you can still participate in sports because your avatar is doing now. Granted, all this guy did was add the goggles. Yeah. So instead of seeing, you know, maybe he's more like. Like it's, giving a eye bird's eye perspective, I guess you would say the best way you could say yeah, it. Yeah, he, he changed he changed his game into a um, a first person shooter. Yeah, like he can actually see it, which is interesting. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't really know how I like if I'm. I mean, if I'm doing, let's say that connect sports thing, mm-hmm. and I have the Oculus Rift on my eyes, and I'm running through a track. Do I want to see the track or do I want to see me running? Right. You know, I guess that's a matter of opinion. I mean, unless I'm in like the Mass Effect 3 and I'm holding the gun and I'm because I'm triangulated in and I can consider and go, woohoo! <laughs> All clear, kid, let's build this thing, go home! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> you know? And I want to watch you playing a game with making those. I. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be awesome. Pew, 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 pew. It's not really that far off, really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's that? Oh, I see you. Headshot. Bam. <laughs> All right. Well, as I say, we call it a night. All right. Sounds good. We come back next week for a whole new plethora of fun and adventure. Yeah. Where next week we will all have our review of X Men: Days of Future Past. Yes. I will have my review of Wolfenstein, The New Order. Zikayo! <laughs> yes. See how I fare in the 60s, because that's when the game takes place. <laughs> and uh, anything else teasing anything else? Don't forget your towels. Is Sunday the actual? Yes, it is. Why don't you tell people what that is? Sunday, May 25th, is Towel Day. <clears throat> For all of you Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Douglas Adams fans. Don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> you want to get hot? <laughs> Tune in every week on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> and on that note. Want to get high? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, that's it, folks. Yep. We're done. Put a fork in this. I'm medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoy this listening portion of our show. If you like the visual portion of our show, yeah, get our likes up. Maybe we'll get on TV. <laughs> Until then, you're stuck with just our voices, bitches. <laughs> Get really a big, all like friendly, and they get real, real abusive. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. But if you fuckers want us on TV, you better get our legs up. <laughs> That's right, boy. I'm into it. <laughs> it works. No, really. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. You guys rock. But you sons of bitches better start liking our geeks' page on Facebook. <laughs> If you listen to this show and the two shows prior to that, you owe us a like. <laughs> to people in France, you people in Germany, 
just so you know, we got a South African like. Yeah. So yeah. So step it up, Germany, <laughs> France, United Kingdom, Australia, India, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> Sweden, Russia. I'm looking at you, Sweden. <laughs> If you're not going to like our page, at least send us pictures of your women. <laughs> Just say it's a fair trade. <clears throat> it's a fair trade. If you're willing to send your penis pictures to Erica, <laughs> you can send your your boob pictures to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Sean at wordsofgeeks.com. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eric, did you get any penis pictures? No. Why? Because I got a thousand poop pictures. How great is that? <laughs> Most were man boobs, but yeah, it still counts. <laughs> They're moobs. They're moobs. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, I'm not that proud of it, but at least I'm getting pictures. <laughs> no dating office because I'm off the table, but you, because you're... Open the, you know, you're in the dating scene. You should be getting penis and boob pictures. You should be getting, you know, yeah. like at least, you know, some body crotch shots, definitely. Yeah. Like I call this the hardwood floor. <laughs> I call this the lonely tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I call this one lips in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> I call this one a tip bit nipply. <laughs> See this mole? I call it the witch's one. <laughs> one nipple goes to the left, nipple goes to the right. Call that the Marty Feldman. Waka waka. <laughs> People are like, who's Marty Feldman? Young Frankenstein, look at up bitches. You're like bipolar. No, I'm very polar. <laughs> I'm not polar at all. I'm real American. <laughs> they right now, there's probably just a good... One minute he's happy, next minute he's angry. One minute he's friendly, the other minute he's rude. I'm fighting the demons, Ed. They all come out. This is my therapy, damn it. This stopped me from killing all y'all. <laughs> Say the man some boob pictures, that's all he's asking. Trying to help his fellow man. Make sure you send your cock pictures to Erica. <laughs> Trying to help a brother out. <laughs> Trying to do good in this world, Ed. <laughs> Trying to do good. Those people keep pulling me back. <laughs> I try to walk the righteous path. <laughs> but then I got sidetracked by boobs. <laughs> Antonio Banderas comes and takes me off into the night. <laughs> <laughs> he dresses like Puss in Boots and I dress up like Shrek. <laughs> we go on merry adventures. <laughs> he actually brings a donkey with him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'd cite me dressed like Shrek. <laughs> Antonio Banderas dressed like a puts of boots and there's a donkey walking up to the two of us with like a boombox of just donkey quotes. 
So every time he says something, he pushes a button or like a little remote, and you hear like a an, an Eddie Murphy line coming out of his mouth. <laughs> We're gonna stay up all night and tell stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. <sighs> and I'm trudging along, painted green, with the fat Hulk. <laughs> Yeah. With these two little things on your head. It's yeah. Like dead and screen and I got to talk like I got to talk like an Irishman. Is it Irish? Scottish? I'm a wee bit hungry. I think it's Scottish. I'm Shrek. I can't do the accent. It's late and I'm tired. I just kind of do the old, yeah, yeah, I'm Shrek. See the ears, the f- big green stuff on me. Yeah, I'm the whole kind of really let myself go. Or if I take off the ears, I'm a t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> um, chameleon. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, folks, if you want to catch us live, you can on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So do the math accordingly. I'm looking at you, Sweden. <laughs> right now, people in Sweden are listening to us are going, what did we do? No pictures of your women. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send the pictures of Laura Prepon. He'll like that. <laughs> or Kristen Bell. He seems to sing about her. <laughs> and then in a couple of weeks, we can send Angelina Jolie pictures. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so you know, do the math accordingly, but you can listen to us live from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio in the apps. Or if you're like most people who download the podcast, you either got it at iTunes or from our website, wordswithgeeks.com. So you can go either one. But don't forget to go to our Geeksters page on Facebook to like us. Mm-hmm. And um, if you need problems where to find us, which now that I'm thinking about it, Maybe we should do in the About Us section of our Facebook page, update it to all the spots where you can find our show. show. That's a good idea. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Because I'm like, why would you go to our... If you're going to wordswithgeeks.com, you know where we are. Because you're on our page. So clicking to where you can find us on our page is kind of (laughs) counterproductive. It's 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 a it's a exercise in an irony <laughs> or redundancy. Yeah. You know. There you go. You see, look at me brainstorming. <laughs> it's one o'clock in the morning, I'm just like full of ideas, Ed. Full of ideas. <laughs> this one's actually a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, if you want to give send Sean your boo pictures, you can send them at Sean at wordspeakgeeks.com. It doesn't have to be poo pictures. It could be just like, hey, thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm looking at you, Sweden. <laughs> I'm doing the old I thing to nobody. <laughs> Not even, I was even doing it to you. I was doing it across the room. room right. I'm looking at you, Sweden. <laughs> well, you know what? Send us chocolate. There you go. Or an army knife. <laughs> what? It's an army knife. It's not a Swiss army knife because they're in Switzerland. <laughs> it's just an army knife. Yeah. And it's not even Switzerland. It's Sweden I'm talking to. Switzerland makes a chocolate and the army knives. Sweden has a sp- Swedish bikini team. <laughs> so I'm not even any remotely close <laughs> in the globe area. I was talking oh. about the Swedish women were supposed to be 
leggy blondes. Those are good. The Swiss make the cuckoo clocks, the chocolates, and the Swiss Army knife. Yes. So, Switzerland, I know we got a couple fans out there. Send us some chocolate. Sweden, Swedish bikini team. Or your blonde, leggy blind pictures. <laughs> Women. I knew you were all thinking. Bork, bork, bork. That's what you were thinking. <laughs> no, she's from Iceland, I think. Or is she from Greenland? Bjork. <laughs> See, you couldn't follow that segue? No. All right, well. I was like a Swedish chef. Well, yeah, there's that, but I said bork, bork, bork. When there's the singer, Bjork. See, you see? <sighs> Tell you, sometimes it's like working alone, folks. <laughs> sometimes I feel like Foghorn Leghorn. Boy, I said, boy. <laughs> the Swedish. <laughs> it's just like I'm going to waste my time, boy. <laughs> you can lead a horse to war, but that doesn't make him a duck. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I said, boy, I'm a chicken hawk. I'm a chicken hawk. I'm a chicken hawk. <laughs> not sm- nice boy, but not too sharp in the head. <laughs> He's a couple sandwiches short of a picnic. You hear it? <laughs> boy, I said, boy, you ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, are you? <laughs> But if you want to contact Ed, we went through that, didn't we? <laughs> no, we just start with you. Uh, just, there. I'm just babbling on it. <laughs> okay, folks, if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That is Erica with a K. <sighs> <sighs> you know what? They're like, I can, you know. My nephew's Lucas with a K, so... You have to do it now? Yeah. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> ah, irony. <laughs> so on that note, folks, we'll see you next week. <laughs>